five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Yeah, 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 yeah
גם עליי אולי אצא לשם, לתוך עולם קר אבל אמיתי, ואיך תלוי בעיוורון, שיש מולי את החופש, מימדים גדולים גדולים עליי, איך אוכל לדעת? כי כשהכל נופל ולא Thank <laughs> you. 
יש כוח לשבר, לשבר את החומות. עצבות נועלת שערי שמיים, תפילה פותחת שערים מעולים. ולשמחה יש כוח לשבר, לשבר את החומות. אוי 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 אוי, אז לא נפסיק את השמחה, ולא נאבד
Oh 
השם רואי לא אחזר, בנאות דשא ירביצני, על מי מנוחות ינהלני. נפשי ישובב ינחני, 
במעג לצדק למען שמו, גם כי ילך בגיא צלמוות לא ירערה. כי אתה עמדי. שבטך ומשענתך, המה ינחמוני. תערוך לפני שולחן נגד צורריי, נשענת בשמן ראשי, כוסים רוויה, אך טוב החסד ירדפוני, כל ימי חיי, ושבתי בבית השם, לאורך ימים, לאורך ימים. מזמור לדוד, השם רועי לא יחסר, בנאות דשא ירביצני, על מי מנוחות ינהלני. נפשי ישובב ינחני, במעג לצדק למען שמו, גם כי ילך בגי צלמוות. לא ירערה, כי אתה עמדי. אההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההה
In the AM, Ari Goldwag, the Nayan Nigun. You heard Yosef Carduner and Ms. Marlo David, the Maccabees, and Kishalev Boche. Mim Komcha done by Ofi Nat, the Maccabees again with Modim. Barrio had Lonav Sikata Simcha, Avishai Rosen with Tipocho Ruach. 
Ofi Nat with Shmabikoli, Yavo Dunbar Maccabees, and Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Thursday on the 16th of July, the 24th of Tammuz, the year 5780, Tough Shin Pei. 71 degrees, partly cloudy, high temperature of 77. Clouds tonight, low 70. And tomorrow, scattered thunderstorms, a high of 84 degrees. Shabbos starts the five-day heat wave here in the New York, New Jersey area. Right now, Yerushalayim is at 84. We're at 71 in New York City. As we say good morning at JM and the AM. Plenty coming up, including a very interesting guest in the 8 o'clock hour. Somebody responsible for a Twitter feed called Jewish History Soundbites. Should be a fascinating conversation all coming up on this Thursday edition of JM in the AM.
America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NahumSingle.com on the NahumSingle Network. And, of course, on the beloved NSN app. We'll do our news from Israel coming up, and then we'll talk about Jewish history sound bites in the 8 o'clock hour. Galit Sal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next. Shalom Rav, Kanoam Avirami, לקראת הגבלות חדשות, בשעה זו נמשך הדיון אצל ראש הממשלה נתניהו לגבי צעדים חדשים שיעצרו את התפשטות הקורונה. כתבתנו המדינית מוריה אסף וולברג מוסרת ששר השיכון ליצמן נוכח בישיבה בעקבות הדרישה לסגור את בתי הכנסת והישיבות. ובתוך כך עיריית ירושלים פנתה למועצה לביטחון לאומי בבקשה לקבל את הסמכויות לניהול המאבק בנגיף בעיר. מדווח כתבנו בבירה, יובל סגב. בעירייה מינו את נציג המל"ל, סגן אלוף במילואים שלום אייזנר, לפרויקטור הקורונה בעיר, והוא צפוי לקבל רבות מסמכויות ניהול המשבר בבירה. בימים האחרונים החלה העירייה בפינוי עצמאי של מאות חולים למלוניות קורונה, זאת במטרה לצמצם את מספר החולים בתוך השכונות, ולבטל את הסגרים להם ראש העיר לאון מתנגד בתוקף. באל משבר הקורונה הכלכלי, המשק הישראלי התכווץ בשישה אחוזים ותשע עשיריות. 
בחודשים ינואר עד מרס בחישוב שנתי, כך מעדכנת הלשכה המרכזית לסטטיסטיקה. כתבנו לענייני כלכלה ניתאי ענבי מזכיר שהנתון אינו כולל עדיין את נזקי ההגבלות באפריל. הרמטכ"ל רב-אלוף אביב כוכבי אומר לגלי צה"ל כי כדי להתמודד עם אתגרי הביטחון המשמעותיים אולם ניצבת ישראל, יש להוציא אל הפועל את התוכנית הרב-שנתית תנופה. הנה הדברים. תר"ש תנופה משפרת מאוד את האפקטיביות של צה"ל, והיא תביא לחיזוק הביטחון הלאומי והאישי. יהיו התנאים אשר יהיו, וגם נוכח האתגרים הצפויים, חייבים להוציא לפועל את התוכנית. ומיד בגלי צה"ל, משטר מיוחד של צחי דבוש ויוסי יהושע, על התוכנית הרב-שנתית תנופה, שעתידה לשנות את בני הצבא. נדחה ערעורו של המנהיג לשעבר של הפלג הצפוני בתנועה האסלאמית ראאד סלאח, שהורשע בהסתה לטרור. הוא ירצה 28 חודשי מאסר. כתבנו קובי מנדל. בית המשפט המחוזי בחיפה דחה בין היתר את טענתו של השייח ראאד סלאח לפיה הפיגוע אשר אירע לפני כשלוש שנים בהר הבית, בו נרצחו שני שוטרים על ידי שלושה מחבלים מאום אל-פחם, לא היה מעשה טרור או שלא היה כלל. בית המשפט קבע כי מדובר בטענה מיתממת או מקוממת. העובדה שראאד סלאח שב וקרא לשלושת המחבלים שהידים, מחזקת את המסקנה כי מדובר במעשה טרור, קבע בית המשפט. ומזג האוויר, ירידה בטמפרטורות והקלה בעומס החום. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
This is where prophecy told of an end to our tears. What a wonderful thing to come home after 2,000 years. Why, oh, why is it so hard to see? Why can't the rest of the world understand what she means? She's all of our hopes and she's all of our dreams. Yerushalayim. Why, oh, why is it so hard to see? Why can't the rest of the world understand what she means? She's all of our hopes and she's all of our dreams. Yerushalayim. Three thousand years young, home to us all. King Solomon's throne fills me with love. King Solomon's throne fills me with love.
J.M. in the A.M. How you doing, everybody? <laughs> um, just trying to find on Twitter how I can... Uh, here we go. Just trying to find on Twitter... I'm just tweeting out who my guest is at eight o'clock this morning. Will be will be my guest <laughs> at o eight hundred Eastern Time this morning on JM in the AM. Uh, coming up, it's an interesting guest. There is a, a gentleman who's been described to me in different ways regarding um, uh, what he does. Uh, in the category of Jewish history. Uh, he is, uh, his, the actual description uh, online is Yehuda Geberer, that's his name, Yehuda Geberer, whose handle on on uh, Twitter is uh, Jewish History Soundbites. Jewish History Soundbites. I think officially it's, uh, I think officially it's J Sound, am I right? I think officially it's J Sound. Um, he's a tour guide at Jewish History Tours with Yehuda Geber in the Jerusalem area. And um, he has been described to me in different ways about what he does for Jewish history. And because now, with the environment that we are in in the United States especially, but other parts of the world as well, uh, with the effort that's being made to eliminate history, I thought it would be a good idea to bring him on uh, and talk about what he does. He's the host of Jewish History Soundbites, which is a popular podcast profiling uh, personalities and episodes from our glorious past. And um, a podcast available basically everywhere. And we'll speak to him coming up at 8 o'clock this morning here at JMNAM. It should be an interesting conversation. I have a feeling it will be. Uh, Thursday morning on this 16th of July. Happy birthday to everybody who's celebrating a birthday on the 16th of July. 24th of Tammuz, the year 5780. Tomorrow, Malcolm Honline, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of major American Jewish organizations. He will join us at 7.40 Eastern time tomorrow here at JM in the AM. Uh, you want to make sure to join us for the weekly update. Get the latest on what's happening regarding Israel and the Jewish world. So that's happening tomorrow, 7.40 a.m. Eastern time. A reminder, this portion of NSN programming is brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman Kosher Hot Dog Sausage and Deli is the world's best. The hot dogs are now available at every Trader Joe's nationwide. How do you like that? Check out their website, kosherdogs.net. 10% discount with promo code radio. Our friends at Artscroll, 30% off and free shipping on the Chumash with Teachings of the Talmud with promo code radio and 30% off of all weekly Parsha books and Dvarim starts next week uh, with promo code radio. Go to artscroll.com, always use promo code radio. It almost always will prove to be a good, if not great, move. 
Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Feel free to uh, dedicate, or by Goldwasser's words, or any uh, portion of JM and the AM, an honored memory of somebody whose yard site is uh, around this time of the year. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Click on uh, Sponsorship Opportunities. Again, that's fjbunity.org. Simply click on Sponsorship Opportunities. That's how you can uh, get information about the whole thing. And if you want to just send in a donation to support us here at JM in the AM, which would be much appreciated, especially during these times, uh, it's Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, 551 Grand Street, Suite 3, New York City, 1002. Again, Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, 551 Grand Street, Suite 3, New York City, 1002. Simple as that. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Harav Zebner Vilsav Alevi, and Zechonishmas Esther Basar Vilsav Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. The Talmud Yerushalmi states, There is no nation like the nation of Klai Yisroel. When a person is judged in this world, he wears black because he doesn't know the outcome of the judgment. But Bnei Yisrael are not like that. They wear white. They prepare themselves and they eat and drink joyfully, knowing that Hashem will do miracles for them. The Zerashimshan asked the question, what does it mean that there is no nation like this nation? He cites the Talmud in Yuma that says of a single individual does tshuva, he is forgiven and the entire world is forgiven in his merit. He notes that it is difficult to attribute a logical explanation for this. Reb Nachmani explains that Klal Yisrael is unique on this earth because the nation as a whole is considered to be one body. Each of its members is regarded as a limb. In this context, it's understandable that when one person does tshuva, he can gain merit for the sum total of the entire body. A most fascinating confirmation is found in the Talmud and the Temura. There Rabbi Yossi says that the foot of a korban is considered like the entire offering. Everything that you give to Hashem, the Pasuk says, when a person sanctifies something, even small, it includes the entire entity. The Talmud explains that when even one limb is sanctified, the entire body becomes sanctified. So even if the smallest part of the sacrifice is sanctified, the entire sacrifice is dedicated, and the Rambam codifies this as the law. In a similar vein, when a single Jew repents, he or she has in effect sanctified one of the limbs of the entire body, and the individual is then able to expand the merit to include the entire body, eliminating the heavenly accuser's prosecution. This teaches us how important each individual is to the existence of the Jewish nation. The holiness of our nation is a synthesis of each and every one of its members. Although Klal Yisrael comes from so many different backgrounds, so many different religious perspectives, we are all one, we are united, we are combined, we are one body, one nation. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day.
Wrapping up the hour with Leif Tahar and Rachem. You heard Rachmana done by Yossi Goldstein. Ari Goldwag had Robbie Shimon in there. And Mendy Werdiger opened the set with Anna Bakoach. Three weeks format Thursday at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com. On the NachumSingle Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. By the way, I wanted to mention the other day we discovered that uh, certain units, we we can't figure out which ones, frankly, but it seems that certain uh, Alexas uh, easily tune into us on TuneIn Radio and others for some reason have trouble. We can't figure it out, but I don't want to give the, the half the population that has a unit in their kitchen or in, or in their home that could pick us up easily. I don't want you to not be able to do so. So when you see the, uh, when you're near the uh, uh, the piece in your house, you simply say, um, uh, Alexa, uh, play uh, the Nahum Siegel Network through TuneIn Radio. That that would be the language that you would use uh, in order to get it to do so. That That's worked 50% of the time in our test case uh, situation. So check it out. Hopefully you'll be able to free up your phone if you're listening on the app and free up your computer if you're listening via the computer um, by simply doing that with uh, whatever device. That's the word I was looking for wherever the device you may have in your, in your home. Uh, well, uh, we be, we've become familiar over the last few months with something called Jewish History Soundbites. Uh, Jewish History Soundbites. It's led by a gentleman named Yehuda Geberer, who's described as a tour guide at Jewish History Tours with Yehuda Geberer. And, um, and uh, during this time, we, we've always had this um, notion of inviting him on the air and discussing what he does. 
Uh, but once the trend of destroying history really became popular over the last six weeks or so in the U.S. and other parts of the world, uh, once once this whole attitude came back uh, to humanity uh, and uh, it became something that was at the forefront, and hopefully I could say was and that it not still is, but anyway, was at the forefront of uh, so many people's minds, destroying one's history and not looking back, I thought, you know what, this is a good time to talk about Jewish history and its importance. Uh, as it says on his website, YehudaGeberer.com, yesterday's story is today's identity and tomorrow's destiny. Now, I don't know whose quote that is, but boy, does that sum up uh, the attitude we should have uh, even these days when we view Jewish history or anyone's history. Yehuda Geberer is speaking to us from his home in Israel. Yehuda, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. How did this all start? You know, this might be an unusual way to begin the conversation, but I'm so curious. Um, Do you mind if I ask you uh, the type of educational institutions you attended as a youngster? I'm trying to get a perspective on uh, on how you developed such a love and interest in Jewish history. Um, I was in the uh, Mir Yeshiva for many years, which uh, proud proud alumnus of the uh, of the Mir. And you mean that? And when you, and, you, oh, in Yerushalayim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I, you know, I live here. My family right. lives here. Right. And um, um, that's that's where I was for many years, right. uh, both when I was single and married. And uh, my interest in history was totally on my own. It was a hobby, and that developed over time. Right. I mean, the, the, the majority, I would think, I think this would be an accurate statement, the majority of Jewish educational institutions in this country, and I'm talking about religious institutions, uh, and likely in Israel, I, I, w- I would think pay very little attention. Would that be fair to say? Very little attention to the pursuit of Jewish history? Yeah. That would be fair. That would be a fair assessment to say. Yeah. Yes, that's what I was saying. I, it was on my own, uh, something that I always liked and developed over time. And then uh, in the recent years, I decided to uh, make it uh, something more real, you know, with the, the podcasts and the trips. And today it's not real tours, it's virtual tours, but uh, it's still there. And and it's just using uh, what I've always been doing on my own as a hobby into making it something real and relatable to everyone and exciting, interesting, any other adjective that you can uh, add to that because it's, it's all that and, and, and a lot more. Yehuda Geber is with us live via telephone. By the way, you're, you're breaking up, so whatever area of your home you could go to where you have the best phone reception, uh, that would be very helpful. Why has your um, collection of podcasts and your Twitter feed, in your opinion, become so popular? Um, I, it's, it's hard to know. What I, what I do sense from the feedback that I've been getting from lots of listeners and, uh, and of course, on the social media feedback is that there's a, a real thirst out there, um, something that was beyond any of my expectations when I initially started it up. Um, people want to know. Uh, people want to connect to their past, and it's interesting to them. And... Uh, and uh, it's, it, there's a, you know, a lot of knowledgeable listeners out there who, are, who have a lot to add and a lot to say, and it generates a lot of interest because um, it's just something that it's a, it's a void that needed to be filled. There's very few out there who are 
doing it, and whoever's doing it is doing a great job. I'm not the only one. Um, and, uh, and, and it just took off uh, beyond, well beyond any of the expectations I had initially when we got it off the ground. And, th- and does that indicate to you, I mean, I, I guess it's obvious uh, that, that there is a thirst for the information that you're giving. Um, uh, but does it also indicate, or did you, did you learn from this experience, that the void that I described earlier regarding the topic of Jewish history in our community um, is one that's desperately um, needed or wanted to be filled? Is it something that you think, uh, you know, that there's a major uh, a push among people uh, to, to um, fill that void? Or is this really a very specific small group in our community that you're communicating with? It's a good question. It's hard to know. I think that we have a good data set. Uh, there's a lot of people who are tuning in and listening in, and uh, I've done a lot of trips with a very diverse, uh, um, you know, religious Jewish population, both from Israel and uh, the United States and other places. And uh, it, it seems that I don't know if it's desperate. And I definitely don't work in education. I work in history, so it's I can't say what the educational system is like or should be like. Um, but it seems like people are interested, and they they want to know, they want to hear, um, and there there's definitely a thirst. And uh, people some people are well read, and very 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 often you'll find people who want to be well read. So there's definitely uh, a large large group out there, uh, percentage of the population of all ages. And backgrounds who are very excited and interested in this topic. Yehuda Geberer is with us from Israel. You could literally go to yehudageberer.com, Y-E-H-U-D-A-G-E-B-E-R-E-R.com, and see everything that we're talking about today, including the podcast information and the virtual tour information. Also on uh, Twitter, it's Jewish History Soundbites, which officially is at J, that's letter J, at J Soundbites, you could find him on Twitter. Uh, it says on your website, the quote is, "Yesterday's story is today's identity and tomorrow's destiny." So, way before uh, cancel culture and way before the effort uh, in many countries to uh, to uh, throw down and deface statues, it seems just based on that quote, you have you've always understood the importance of looking back and how much of an effect that looking back has on what we are today and what we will be tomorrow. Definitely. Definitely my belief. And uh, anyone who participates in the uh, tours, again, and back in the in regular times live or now virtual, sees that. Uh, you see that in the, in the, uh, in the listeners on the podcast, you, the connection that you have and that you attain. And um, it's something that becomes real, becomes part of your identity. And and um, it makes makes you feel you know more comfortable with who you are, understanding what our destiny is. And it's actually my quote. You asked before at the beginning, right? Who the quote is? Um, it is. <laughs> I spent a lot of time on that trying to come up with the yeah, uh, perfect. I got it. I got it. For someone like me who loves the three part quote, I, I may just have to steal this one. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, with that in mind, with what you just said in mind, now to really put you on the spot, you did comment that you have no comment regarding the curriculum in our yeshivas and schools, and I respect that. That's not your department, and uh, you're not on that soapbox to uh, to discuss it or to uh, proclaim anything. Uh, but but nonetheless, would it w- would you go as far as to say when a yeshiva guy, a guy who's 20, 25 years old, 
who fears that when he listens to a sports podcast, for instance, that he's wasting time. He's doing something that's ill-advised because, you know, it's not what he should be doing. He should be using his spare time in a much more productive Jewish way, especially for those who are surrounded all day by the study of Torah. Uh, Would you go as far as to say to him, because of the destiny and identity issue, that if he'd be listening to a podcast like this, like yours in his spare time, he would not be wasting time? Um, I think that would be pompous of me to say that uh, that you know my podcast is not wasting people's time. Well, any Jewish, <laughs> um, any Jewish. I think though. I think it's interesting and I think it's valuable. Um, it's just obviously my you know subjective uh, biased opinion. Um, but it, I, I, I guess judging from the feedback from people, and we get a lot of feedback, and uh, it's not a waste of time for people. They enjoy it. It's it and adds depth and value to their lives to discussions, to thoughts, to uh, identity. And, uh, you know, I can't say it's better than sports. Uh, like yeah, too, I, I, get, I, I get that. But my point being, of course, that <laughs> my, my point, to bring it back to my point, uh, my point being that if somebody goes ahead, uh, if someone rather, you know, spends the majority of their day in a very insulated world of academia, even their academic world is very insulated. And that, of course, is, is, is prevalent in our community. Um, if, in fact, we're going to uh, to insist that people's identity and destiny are vital and important, it, it, it might be, and again, I, I'm not looking for you to, you know, to, to um, promote your own podcast as the best Jewish history one out there, but it might be a good idea for people like us to suggest to those young people that a, Jew, that a quality Jewish history podcast is of value. How's that? Definitely. Can I put it that definitely, way? Definitely, <laughs> definitely has value. You definitely should check it out. We're available on all the uh, on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, all the regular podcast uh, platforms, and and it and it's definitely something that that uh, I think uh, I think uh, the great listeners of of uh, your show would uh, would appreciate and and uh, and find interest in. It's also you know leaving aside the value and identity, which I, which I wouldn't leave aside. It's important, but I think it's also exciting and it's entertaining, and it's interesting. It's fun. Um, so that that also is something. Uh, you know, there's a lot of a lot of rabbis, communal leaders, a lot of big people out there who are listening to it, and and it's it's, it's something that um, you know a lot of the cream of the Jewish people right now is listening to. If I might say so. You know, you're able to again from the feedback, we're able to see how, you know who is listening and 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 stuff like that. So there's definitely a lot of people People out there find a great interest in it and value to it, and we're pretty proud of that. We're, you know, I'm, I'm very excited that people are getting an interest in it, and um, it's not just the podcast; it's the tours, and, and like, you know, I also have a, uh, um, a in, in, in the column in the Mishpacha magazine, which is pretty popular. So it, it's in, in various different platforms um, that people are uh, taking an interest in in modern Jewish history of late. Uh, so um, and it's not limited. Like I said, like I'm saying, it's people like to read it uh, in Mishpacha. They like to listen to it on the podcast. They like to participate in it on tours, virtual tours, uh, and real tours, and uh, in all ways and shapes and forms. Uh, you know, it's an enjoyable experience. Um, Jewish, and I assume on all of the platforms you just mentioned, all people have to do is search Jewish history sound bites. Yes, yes. The virtual tours is something new because um, 
it's uh, you know because of the whole uh, virus situation, they can't right. really travel to. No, Europe but I mean, I mean, so I, mean doing... I mean, on the podcast platforms, all they have to do is search Jewish History Soundbite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah um, exactly. What are the regular tours like? You know what? Before we even before I even ask you that, are you are you self taught? All the information you have. I mean, do you have a Rebbe in Jewish history, or you basically just kept reading and reading and reading and watching important videos, and you and you've gotten to this point? Um, a lot, of, a lot of it on my own. Um, you know, a lot of it uh, I've gotten from many others, mentors, and you know, I'm, I'm very close with Rabbi Wine, for instance, and uh, I've spoken to many other people in the field, big people in the field. I've gotten guidance from them, and uh, I do study it in in a you know in an academic capacity also, and just lately, and and uh, you, you build on you basically you know you try to build on what you have on your own, and you try to add to it. If you can't learn from others, you're never going to get anywhere. So you got to be able to uh, always be seeking out others, the great, you know, scholars and wise people out there in the field who know a lot more and have many, much, much more experience, and see what you can gain from them in knowledge and methodology and approach and analysis and everything else that's uh, important to to the field, to be able to give it over to the others in, in an effective way. Um, so now I will ask you, what are the general tours like? Forget about COVID for a moment. I mean, what do you do? You travel with people in groups to different places. Where have you been? So we, you know, go all over Europe. Um, you know, primarily, obviously, Eastern Europe. Um, but it's you know, literally uh, going in the footsteps of the past, going to ancient communities and shuls and uh, yeshivas and kivrei tzaddikim and uh, other sites related to the Holocaust, related to any aspect of uh, Jewish history, whether it's in Poland or Lithuania or Ukraine or Hungary or Germany or Czechoslovakia, Austria, anywhere where there's prominent Jewish communities in uh, in Europe or other places, and do similar stuff in Israel of uh, modern Jewish history uh, the last uh, 500 years or so, and uh, and we go. You know, go from place to place, seeing it and absorbing it, and letting, really letting the place itself talk uh, and and, let, and tell us their story. Right. Um, and I just try to enable that for the group, uh, either it's family groups or or educational groups or um, shuls, is all different types of uh, ages and backgrounds uh, that people like to get together and, and form a group to be able to. Um, uh, to be able to go 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 and be part of the Jewish history revolution, uh, you know, I also work at Yad Vashem, so in that capacity, like I mentioned about the Holocaust sites in Europe, so I you know do that in Israel as well. Of course, that's also closed now, as right. also. But um, you know, so that uh, that's that's basically the tours. So mm-hmm. the now in, in recent times, so since I can't get to Europe, and since groups can't come, so we do virtual tours in Israel. Um, which you know is pretty popular for investing in. You know, you can't visit Israel, so we bring Israel to you. Um, we go with the live tours, you know, walking tours of neighborhoods and old places. You know, places that have uh, you know behind the facade of uh, places that we may be even familiar with uh, in uh, on our visits to Israel. But the, there's like an exciting and interesting story behind uh, behind the behind the stones, and. Um, and uh, that that's that's also picking up, and of course uh, the podcast is the prime. You know the, that, that that that's not limited to COVID and or any virus. No 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 world can stop that. Where we launched uh, recently a series uh, on great American Jewish cities. Um, you know a lot of times we focus on European Jewish history, but American Jewish history is is very fascinating and uh, uh, as well. And we go every week we examine another city. Um, 
Yeah, we've gone, we've gone through quite a few cities. We just did a foray into the south this week, Charleston, Savannah, and Memphis. And the previous weeks we've done Seattle and Pittsburgh and, you know, Montreal or wherever. And we have a lot more cities coming up. So, you know, that seems to be very popular. People like hearing about um, how the American Jewish community developed over time. And, uh, and of course, the Siegel family has a big part in that. And in Newark, you know, maybe we'll get to that one day, too. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but uh, that, that's, uh, that's, uh, it, it, it's all around. It's literally an endless, and like I said, it's a Jewish history revolution. It's something that it's uh, very often not explored enough, and there seems to be quite an interest in it. Yeah, and we need it now more than ever. By the way, folks, you can go on Twitter. Uh, you could follow Yehuda Geber, Jewish History Soundbites. Officially, it's at J, letter J, Soundbites. Jewish History Soundbites. Again, it's at J, Soundbites. Also, the website has all the information, YehudaGeberer.com, Y-E-H-U-D-A-G-E-B-E-R-E-R.com. You know, one of the things that caught our attention, I mean, there are a lot of people involved in Jewish history who, frankly, we could interview and speak to on this show, uh, but one of the things that um, caught our attention is that colleagues of yours insist uh, that while many, and this is no secret, while many try to tilt Jewish history in a certain direction for political reasons, for the benefit of certain communities, etc., it's not it's not a secret, obviously. Um, the, the reputation you have is that even if something is going to ruffle some feathers, if it's accurate, if it's true, if it's fact, you want to make sure it's out there. Would that be a, an accurate way of portraying the way you approach things? Um, in general, yes. Um, it, 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 it's, not, it's, it's hard to sell something that's not accurate, and it's hard to connect with something that's not accurate, and we have to absorb the whole truth because everything of our past, and uh, you know, I don't want to get too into psychology here because I don't know any, um, <laughs> but with, you know, everything that's, uh, that forms uh, it's part of your, a component of your existence, of your past, of, of your collective story, is, uh, together makes who you are, and we can't only focus on, uh, on one aspect or another. So in general, that's the idea. Um, but um, but uh, you know, at the same time, the, the idea is also not, uh, not you know, you don't want to be offensive to anyone. Sometimes there's no point in, in bringing up something if it's just going to offend people. I also have kids that I need to marry off eventually, and uh, I have a family, and, you know, <laughs> so you're, you don't, you don't want to get in trouble. You don't want to ruffle feathers too much. You don't want to offend anyone. So you're really constantly walking a tightrope, and I hope to always do so. Um, you see, you, wanna, you don't want to veer too much in either direction and keep things stable and interesting at the same time and true. And uh, truth is always the, the ultimate goal. Wow, I'll tell you, yeah, you basically just did in that sentence what we just described you as uh, trying to do and make it. You're you were you were very honest to say the least in that assessment. Uh, that uh, the, you you don't mind ruffling feathers, but you also uh, have a ha, have a guarded situation when uh, when when you know that common sense needs to prevail. I think I, I think that would be a proper way of putting yeah. it. Um, yeah. Well, you do some interesting things. I'll tell you is, who. Who um, is there anyone specific when it comes time to research a specific city in the U.S.? Is it, are, do you again go to some of the sources you just mentioned, or are there specific sources that are local that you would either go to or read about? Like uh, you know, when it comes time to to learn about Savannah and Atlanta and Seattle, how does that work? 
often also a good question about how to how to deal with sources. Uh, very often, um, so again, like in the city series, you'll wanna you'll wanna in each locality, you want in in each uh, in each city, you'll wanna find people who are either historic families or people who have researched or written about it, and try to see what they've either written or maybe even talk to them or email them and see what sources they have available and what they're willing to share. People who might have family stories. Um, that's in 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 the city series. When it comes to certain subjects, um, you know, I, recently we did a, a series on the yeshiva in Valazhin, um and development of the yeshiva movement. So you know, th- there's always certain go-to people for any subject, and and the, you want to find the expert, the best people of that subject. You want to get see what they've written, um, and 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 use them because uh, every person has their expertise. Expertise, history is a science, uh, like not exactly like any other science. It's not an exact science, but it's it's like many other fields in that that uh, it's very very specific, and every person has their expertise, and 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 you you go from from source to source as you go along in your journey, and and you try to utilize whatever whatever uh, what source and person and uh, professional and and uh, and or non-professional has to offer in that in that sphere. Right. Wow. Well, it's certainly a good approach, that's for sure. Uh, Yehuda Geberer, he's our guest. Uh, you can check him out. Um, uh, Jewish History Soundbites on Twitter. Uh, all the information you need is on the website, yehudageberer.com, Y-E-H-U-D-A-G-E-B-E-R-E-R.com. Uh, and as I said, in a, an environment that we are in now where people of all backgrounds, uh, not just certain backgrounds, but all backgrounds around the world, I uh, want to eliminate history. Now is the time to, uh, we have to utilize this opportunity to really step things up for parents to convince uh, uh, children, for grandparents to convince children and grandchildren, and for all of us in the field, of ed- those of us who are in the field of education, to really focus on the importance of Jewish history, both from, uh, uh, from uh, years ago and centuries ago and modern day as well. And I hope this conversation has convinced a lot of people in positions to have influence in this area to go ahead and, and do so. Uh, Yehuda, I hope we get to speak down the line. Continue your amazing work, and I, uh, I, I'm really uh, I'm happy that so many people around the world are taking advantage of your service. Thank you very much. A pleasure. YehudaGeberer.com, Jewish History Soundbites, at letter J Soundbites on Twitter. Check it out, everybody. Let's spread the word and get more and more people focused on good, true, factual, important Jewish history from every era in the history of our people. As Yehuda says, yesterday's story is today's identity and tomorrow's destiny. If only the rest of the world understood that. Thursday morning broadcast. More coming up at JM in the AM. Yeah. 
Shame in the AM, it's the Maccabees. I think we did that song more than once today. Good reason, though. It's a good one. It is a good one. JM the AM Thursday, 71 degrees, partly cloudy, a high of 77. Thunderstorms tomorrow. Shabbos begins the five. What was that? Something just fell somewhere. I don't know where. Wow. Uh, Shabbos begins the... Um, 
I'm not sure what just happened. Shabbos begins the five-day heat wave here in the New York, New Jersey area. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman Kosher Hot Dog Sausage and Deli is the world's best. Serving the kosher world since 1954, and the hot dogs are available at every Trader Joe's nationwide. Check out A&H today. Uh, don't forget, we've made the offer of uh, accepting resumes. If you want to send us your resume, we have, uh, hopefully, please God, the ability to match up some people with some jobs. Um, resume at NahumSiegel.com. Again, it would be resume at NahumSiegel.com. Uh, get your resumes in. And anything in the... Uh, Jewish not-for-profit executive field we send over to the Joel Paul group. Uh, please support us. If you haven't supported our spring fundraiser, please support us. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, or simply send in a donation, Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, 551 Grand Street, Suite 3, New York City, 1002, Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, 551 Grand Street, Suite 3, New York City, 1002. In Israel, they're talking about weekend lockdowns. They're talking about restaurant deliveries only. It looks like over the next week there'll be a lot more restrictions in Israel as they try to stem the tide of the second wave of coronavirus. El Al has announced announced that they are extending the suspension of flights to the end of August and said it reached cost-cutting agreements with the country's main labor union that will facilitate a government bailout. Um, so El Al, uh, while their labor issues seem to be improving, the flight issues is not for the consumer. They are now grounded through the end of August, it seems. And that is, uh, obviously significant as this, um, as this, uh, coronavirus situation continues worldwide. My, oh, my. Um, My, oh, my is right. Uh, Thursday morning, JM and the AM. Uh, Tomorrow, Malcolm Honline, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations, will join us for the weekly update tomorrow here on JM and the AM. Just make sure to be tuned into that. I got a great note from Morty Weinstein, the brand-new Hassan. He says, uh, since we couldn't have all our singer friends at our wedding last week, I arranged the song Rachel wanted to walk down to send sent parts to our friends, and they each recorded themselves. I edited it and mixed it and used that as a backing track to sing her down the aisle. This way they were all part of walking her down. And I'll tell you something. I mean, we're talking about uh, this list is unbelievable. People from uh, from um, Shir Subcha 613, the Maccabees, uh, Sheer Soul, Baroque Orchestra, Y Studs, uh, Energy Bed, uh, and of course many independent singers as well. The list is amazing, absolutely amazing. Uh, and here's what it sounds like. This is what it sounds like. It's called Masim Tovim. Mazel Tov to Rachel and Morty from all of us here at JM in the AM.
Sim Tovim and Mazal Tov to Rachel and Morty from all of us here at JM in the AM. Na 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 
J.M. in the A.M., that's the uh, selection from Ari Goldwag, entitled Keladon. Uh, you heard Ma'min, his Ma'min ben Isim before that. Bitachon at Shalom Aleichem, and the Krakow Nigun was done by a Kolachai here at J.M. in the A.M. There we go. Let's like make a little correction to the playlist here. Um... It's Thursday. Charlie Harari follows next. He'll be on uh, between 9 and 9.30 with Unlocking Greatness. Thursday's schedule means... uh, Thursday's schedule means... um, Michael Fragan at 9.30. At 10 o'clock, Jew in the City Speaks. Allison Josephs. 10.30 for Miriam L. Wallach and That's Life. There'll be no live lunch today. We are not doing a Thursday live lunch during the three weeks. That'll return the 6th of August. Next Thursday, live lunch will be during the 6th of August. Keep that in mind. Looking forward to it. Tomorrow's Erev Shabbos Mavarachim. Malcolm Honline at 740. Uh, Harry Rothenberg at 710. Rabbi Yudin at 815. As we have two parshios this week, Matos and Masse. We'll bench Rosh Chodesh. Rosh Chodesh will be Wednesday next week. And Tuesday night will be the start of the nine days. And, of course, our nine days format will kick in on Wednesday morning. Always look forward to uh, learning about Jewish history from Rabbi Wine. So we'll do that coming up on uh, on uh, Wednesday morning. Uh, this portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman Kosher Hot Dog Sausage in Delhi is the world's best, and now they are in every Trader Joe's nationwide. Check them out. Try A&H today. Our friends at ArtScroll are offering 30% off and free shipping on the Chumash with teachings of the Talmud and 30% off on all weekly Parsha books, all you got to do is use promo code RADIO. Simple as that. Go to artscroll.com, artscroll.com. Always use promo code RADIO. Be a smart consumer. Always use promo code RADIO. <laughs> there you go. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Feel free to support our fundraiser. Uh, go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, or simply uh, send your... Your um, donation to Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, uh, Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, which is um, a 551 Grand Street, Suite 3, New York City, 1002, 551 Grand Street, Suite 3, 
New York City 1002. We'll close things out with Joey Newcomb at JM in the AM. Amen.
Achenu Yisrael and Achim brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com and the NachumSingle Network. And of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Thursday here at JM and the AM. My thanks to Yehuda Geberer. My thanks to all of you for tuning in. Tomorrow morning, we're back starting at 6 a.m. Malcolm Honline, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations. He'll join us with a weekly update. Rabbi Yudin, Harry Rothenberg, plenty more on an Erev double Parsha, Erev Shabbos Chazak, Erev Shabbos Mevorachim. Tomorrow here at JM in the AM. Have a fabulous Thursday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.